A legal challenge aimed to annul the result of last December's referendum on New Caledonia's independence from France has failed. The highest administrative court in Paris rejected a claim by the Canuck Customary Senate that the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic was such that the referendum outcome was illegitimate. More than 96% voted against independence in the third and last referendum under the new mayor accord, but more than 56% of voters abstained. Senior RNZ Pacific journalist Walter Swifel has been following the court case. Kia ora, Walter. Welcome back on Pacific Waves. Tell us more about this ruling. The highest administrative court in Paris has rejected a claim by the Canet Customary Senate that the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic was such that the referendum outcome was not acceptable or legitimate. Uh, Let's remember that 96% voted against independence in the third and last referendum under the Nomia Accord, but more than 56% of the voters abstained. Now, the court ruled that uh, the situation with COVID at the time had improved in October and November, and by the time that the referendum went ahead in December, more than 77% of the population was vaccinated. The complaint by the Canuck Senate was that uh, COVID had impacted terribly badly on the community. Um, They could not meet uh, for weeks because there was a lockdown imposed in September when the first community case of COVID-19 was recorded in New Caledonia. Uh, Campaigning was not possible under those conditions and in a society where the verbal interaction, not the online interaction, is of importance. They felt that it was uh, to their disadvantage. They had asked, uh, that is, the pro-independent side had asked for the referendum to be deferred until this year, but uh, France rejected that. The challenge was now to annul the outcome of this referendum on the basis of that uh, COVID-19 situation, however, Uh, The Paris court found, as I said, the situation improved, and it also said that uh, the mourning that was declared by the Canada Customary Senate was not such that it could have affected the sincerity of the vote. They also said that neither constitution nor the law makes any point that would, uh, you know, somehow subject uh, the outcome uh, of this referendum to the turnout. So saying even if few people turned out, the result was still valid. What is the significance of this? Is is this the last resort um, legally for, for, for the Canucks, for the pro-independents? Well, it seems by law, yes, this is the case. I mean, the question was never whether the outcome of this uh, referendum was proper in the uh, formal sense, uh, you know, there was no obstruction, uh, vote counting was correct. It was just on the basis of this COVID-19 situation. Uh, of course, it's very difficult for a court to somehow accept, uh, uh, you know, these circumstances rendering a referendum outcome illegitimate. But on a legal basis, I think this is the end of the road. Uh, it's not the end of the road for the political side of the issue because after all, the Canucks felt that the decolonization process that ended uh, with the majority of the Canucks not taking part is not a reflection of how people felt. Uh, ever since the referendum, the plan has been by the Canucks to try to challenge this internationally, to go to, for example, the Pacific Islands Forum and go to the United Nations and try to push for pressure through these organizations to 
make France rethink its position and not accept this outcome. Uh, the likelihood of that succeeding is yet to be seen. In the instance that France sticks to its guns and uh, the referendum, the last referendum result is legitimate, what, what are the pathways ahead in terms of what could happen locally, both politically and also in, in, in the community and in society in New Caledonia? Uh, France has set out a path of how things should proceed because uh, for the French government, uh, the outcome is clear. It's uh, They have a legitimate uh, victory. Uh, they want to set up a new statute for New Caledonia. The plan was already announced shortly after the referendum in December that a new referendum is to be held next June, that is in 12 months, when New Caledonians will be asked whether they want to have this new statute, whatever it is, it has not been worked out yet. Uh, the French Senate has already started hearing experts to try to figure out what sort of law change is necessary to accommodate a new statute for New Caledonia. Planned is already a delegation from France to go to New Caledonia within two weeks to have talks with local stakeholders to see what the next step should be. But it's all uh, happening while the Canuck side is still saying that they won't accept the outcome of this referendum. Uh, they say that uh, France knew all along, even before the vote, that more than 90% of Canucks do not want to keep the status quo, but they would like to have independence. Uh, they, they insist that this uh, position has to be taken into account. They also say that despite the three no votes in the referendum, that's not the end for the independence quest because the Nomia court states that should there be three no's, then the new situation has to be discussed. That means it's not given that it has to be a situation where New Caledonia returns to France, but that the pro-independent side, the Canuck people, will have to take stock and have new discussions with the administrative power that is France on the way forward. So things are unclear. France has set itself on a trajectory with timetable, which I think is difficult to fulfill. While we have a, a sort of a non-compliant majority or almost majority of pro-independence politicians and people who still think that this is not the way to go. Um, difficulties are on the horizon.